This is Geek Gamer Live, episode 269, recorded on Monday, September 5th, 2016. The PAX Prime Review 2016. Hey everybody, welcome again to another edition of Geek Gamer Live. We're going to be talking this week about the Penny Arcade Expo, now called PAX West 2016 in Seattle. We'll also chat about some other geeky and gaming topics. Joining me this week are my good friends, Joe, Cameron, and John. First, we'll start off with uh, John and Cameron. Hey guys. Hey. Hola. And John, we didn't see you last week. You want to let everybody know where you were why you couldn't be on the show, even though you did give your word uh, that you would be on the show, and usually Sundays are good for you. Sundays are good for me. Yeah, so why were you on not? Because that was not a Sunday. It was a Sunday. Was it? No, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, it was a Sunday. Yeah. Was it? It was, it was totally a Sunday. a Sunday. Yeah, it was totally a Sunday. Oh. Sunday. Day after All Saturday, right. day before Monday. That's, that's usually Sunday. Yeah. <sighs> okay, that Sunday wasn't good for me. Ah. Ah, now we get to it. I was at work. Oh. Oh. So I was working. Yeah, you're working hard. Were you doing porn or something, or what were you doing? I can't divulge that at this time. You can't talk about it. Fair enough. And uh, Cameron, how's it going, man? Uh, It's a little bit early. Two weeks in a row, and now you're here. We get to see your luscious beard in person. That's uh, actually what Chris from NVIDIA called it. I actually called it lush. Mm, I see. I like luscious. I think it's more descriptive. It works better. And are I'm you working gonna, on it. Are you going to diet or anything? You just yeah, gonna leave no, it I'm just going to let it go. You're just going to let it go. Right. Let it go. And Joe uh, is uh, is busy. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Nothing. What? Show, show us what you got down there. What are you doing? Nothing. I just got a book. See? Book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you reading? Um, Since you have a book pages, and it's open. Pages. Things, words. Stuff. Yep. Things. Things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things. See, right. this is the cool side of the table. This is the bearded side of the table. Wait, but technically all three of you have beards. That's the <laughs> not that side, side of the table. That actually is a separate table. Okay. This side of the room. This is the cool side of the room. Yeah. That's so where the all beards. the cool kids hang out. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't look good in a beard like you guys do. I'm sorry. You guys look much better than me in a beard. I don't know why you keep adding in a beard. Well, when's the last time either... <laughs> 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 when when when's the last time you guys um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. didn't have a beard? Uh when my Fed contract expired. Oh. Yeah. So relatively recent for him. I mean it's been a few years. Yeah, okay. this is why do you guys grow beards? Is it because you don't want to shave or is it because it's just easier or it looks good, gets the ladies? All of the above? Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. John, yeah. John, tell us about the ladies' uh, side of it. I mean, you're 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 nodding your head in agreement. So we'd love to hear about. This. I'm a, I'm agreeing that it's it's I'm I'm lazy, so I can get away with just not dealing with this for you know weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. And um and Joe, mm-hmm. same thing for you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> you're not paying attention, <laughs> man. Nope. What's good? What are you reading? Is it that good? Yep. It's Porn. Oh, it is not. It is not porn. It's nerd porn. It is nerd porn. Well, not really. Technically, no. Oh. So we're going to talk about packs this week. We're going to talk about some geeky and gaming stories. Let's 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 uh, throw a softball out there uh, before we talk about packs. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. We uh we chatted about this in the car. I don't know if you guys heard about this. If you have, this is great. Uh, listening to the show. The Mythbusters build team is coming back. They're going to be doing a show on Netflix exclusively called The White Rabbit Project. And uh, uh, Carrie Byron, uh, Grant Imahara, and... Tori Balaji. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. I was... That was good. I could there. tell. You were yeah. struggling. Well, I wasn't struggling at that You part. were struggling. I was really struggling. Yeah, oh. you were starting to struggle. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I could see the, I there could see the panic. Yeah, there. Bitter patter, let's go. Anyway, Bit of batter, let's get at her. Yep. You guys gonna watch this show? Some of it. <laughs> Some of it. Does Tori fail at jumping uh, wagons? Does he? I don't know. Well, he we did. haven't seen it yet. Yeah, uh-huh. he did. Okay. The one time that if we Tori gets hurt, I'll watch so. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, even if he's not hurt, I'll probably watch it. So, do you think? I mean, obviously, 
I watched the Mythbuster, Mythbusters mm-hmm. for the for the other guys, you know, you Jamie did? and Adam, those guys. Okay, well then you can watch Tested. Yeah, yeah, watch Tested. Okay, all right. So you'll watch it for these three. You you guys like these three? Yes. You sure it wasn't just for Carrie? That was the main reason I watched. Yeah, I'll, yeah. yeah. Is she going to be any silver or gold paint or anything like that? I don't know. Are they going to scan I'm, her backside again like they did for the airplane uh, toilet? Yeah. That was yeah. before she was officially on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was a myth turner at that point. She she was, yeah. Uh, no, I I, I, I like the, the, the three on the build team. I think they're all they're all good, and they all have their, their own benefit to uh, – or what they bring. And I'd have, I'd actually wouldn't mind seeing um, – uh, seeing a show with uh, Scotty, who remembers Scotty? I'd like, I'd like to see her on a on a show as well. I, I saw her on Monster Garage a couple of well, times. Well, I saw, yeah. I saw a comment that she, like, became a dental hygienist or something like that. She like completely got out of that area. Wasn't altogether. wasn't she on Monster Garage? I thought, um, even uh, what's his name? Who was the host of Monster Garage? Jesse James. Jesse James. I thought at one point even said that she was one of the better welders that he'd ever met. So it seems silly for her to not be doing something in relation to that, but I don't know. Well I've never really looked it up. Yeah. Well I, I just saw it in a comment. I I, I she came back for a later episode of Mythbusters, remember? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I thought they brought her or she was like, you know, kinda of in the background but involved on a couple other stuff, you know, afterwards. Of mm. uh, other things. I don't know. Right. So it's it's a must watch then on Netflix. I mean is this a more of a Netflix just trying to cover up the fact that they're losing more and more content and now they have to start creating their own so i so that's a whole different discussion right Um, Right. the whole the whole netflix losing content i think netflix was smart enough from the beginning to realize that if what they made in terms of streaming platform was popular enough other people were going to copy it right because there's nothing that that they do now that is secret sauce right right um and it makes sense for the the producers you know the content producers to start their own especially when you have companies like comcast who are madly trying to develop their own streaming platform and and you know basically consolidate everything they do into one company um you know nbc comcast whoever the hell universal um, i think is in there as yeah well. universal yeah, what they, yeah, yeah they, they, so. they have a lot of yeah lot anyway of they they are they are becoming very very big um but and disney and it makes sense netflix didn't they didn't disney just sign they did yeah yeah so um, they could be, end up with a bunch of abc stuff as well yeah. Uh, and so it makes a lot of sense for Netflix, and I, and I think that was their original plan from the beginning, was to establish their business to be big enough that they could become their own content creator, and then they don't have to worry about what other people have to say. They just make it themselves. And uh, the content they're creating so far has been exceptional. So the fact that they're losing you know, other sources of, of media, I don't think is that big a deal when, when what they're creating for themselves is as good as it is. But then on the other side of it, people want to watch the the things that are going away. Um, oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's no doubt that they do. I, you know, there's movies that that I'm like, oh, I'd love to see, and I wonder if it's on Netflix. And and I, you know, I discover it's not on Netflix. But that's not. If people are trying to disparage Netflix and saying, well, Netflix shouldn't be getting into this content, it's not them. They, I'm sure, they would love to keep. They would love to have every TV show totally. and every movie yeah. ever created yeah. on their platform. For, for they sure. would. They, there's no doubt that they would love to have that. But the content creators are either asking for unreasonable terms or they're limiting what they can have or whatever. And so it's Netflix really doesn't have any choice. They have to ditch some media. And the best the best thing they can do to fill that that gap is to put content out that they never have to worry about someone taking away from them. I guess this is the the, the and, and remember, they're spending more money this year than what is it? The other the the is it I think it's the all three broadcast stations in the United States combined. They're spending more money on original Netflix is spending more money on original content than those three. Well, because they kind of have to at this point, right? Because all these other content companies are, are pulling back, right? And and at some point, maybe they yeah. they may just shut it off, and then and then what does Netflix do? Well, just Netflix original programming, and that's it. Netflix is making their own movies, they're making their own TV shows. They're winning a lot of awards for all of them. Yeah. Um, they're branching. I mean, they're getting rights to to categories that that. Maybe not the actual content, but they're getting rights to the material for like you know they're doing some uh, some Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff. They're doing right. Um, they're they're getting access to a lot of to a lot of things, and they're making really really good content. And and don't forget, they're not the only ones who are in this boat. Netflix and Amazon Prime are both doing the exact same thing. Yeah, 
and um, and they're both doing, I think, a really good job at it. So I, I don't I don't yeah. see them losing content as being a big problem. It'd be nice if they had more. Always, I mean, it would always be nice if they had yeah. all of the content on the world. But they're they're doing what they can to keep their business alive, and I think they're doing a really good job of it. And they're making content that a lot of people want to see. There are very few new TV shows that are coming out from the big broadcasters and and you know normal sort of channels that I would like to see over what's happening on Netflix. Fair enough. Fair enough. What, what do you guys think, John, Cameron? Do you guys um, like the the original programming on Netflix, or are you more of an old school guys? And yeah, I, I like some of the stuff coming out on Netflix. Um, you know, at, at our house, we don't have cable, so it's all you know Netflix. Crunchyroll, Plex, <laughs> Plex. Plex library sharing. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But see, a lot of the Plex library sharing is stuff that people want to see online, but you just can't get it online. Yeah, in a lot of places, or you have to wait a, a week or two or three weeks, and then it shows up with heavy ads like on Hulu or or something like that. But no, I mean, I, I, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, I really like a lot of Netflix original programming, like BoJack Horseman. I really like a lot of the stuff that they the do. Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Ranch cracks me up. I like that. Yeah. No, there's there's some some very, very good mm-hmm. stuff. So, no, cool. Um, Another interesting story I found. I want to uh, really no segue to, to, to lean yep. into this, but 11-year-old finds a baggie of meth in a video game from a Louisiana GameStop. Uh, it came in a box. Uh, People are still buying stuff at GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know GameStop was still around. So, well, yeah, to, to be fair, this is in Louisiana, and it, it may be possible that this person are you, are you disparaging parts of the South? Is that is that what I? It's just, the uh, new meth delivery system. No, what I was going to say is not everybody has high speed internet access, so mm-hmm. some some people may are only you? have GameStop to use mm-hmm. as a place to get games. Okay. Granted, though, I, I mean, games, it's, they say that games uh, aren't really checked too well. It says his dad returned the game and called the cops. Both the manager at, for the local GameStop and the company spokesperson said used games are checked before being shipped to the store, but they aren't checked again once they arrive. So what they're trying to say is maybe the meth was placed in a game by someone in the store. And someone at the distribution center trying to get it to someone at the store. <laughs> you need to work more hours. So, so you guys, so what you guys uh, trying to say is GameStop is bad. No, no good place for them at all. I, I haven't bought a GameStop, a game from GameStop. Well, just because you have it doesn't mean that it's not a good resource for gamers to go and buy and, and pick up games or anything like that. I guess if you have no other choice and you're playing a potato, it's it's yeah, okay. If you get a bleep station, it's Yeah. John? What? I'm just trying to refrain from From what? Going off on these guys? Yeah, you're, you should, you're, do, it. Yeah. You should do it. Do it. Do, do it, it, John. Do it. Do go, it. Go. It's just the big potato store. Mm-hmm. John's just trying to fit in. You have a console, John. You like console games. Well, let me see. It got packed up when I moved and mm-hmm. still in the box and storage, and it probably hadn't been turned on in the year prior to me When's moving. When's the last game you've played overall? Last game? Yes. Um, oh, well, we, what? We, we should put money on this. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to toss up between two titles. I, 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 yeah. I'm in the same boat. I, yeah. I think it's one of and, two. And yeah. they both have three letters. <laughs> they do both have three letters, and they're both online play. Right. Yes. Okay. okay, so John, what is the last game that you have played? Now it's like, oh, okay, which one was and it? And be honest. Oh, my goodness. No, actually, it was Ark. The, yep. The, yeah, that was, uh, that was yeah, I was going to say it's the one with resource grinding. Yeah. 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 Yep. What game? Yeah, <laughs> it's resource grinding. Uh, let's see, what game generally doesn't have resource grinding? Uh, what see, game what? doesn't have resource grinding? <laughs> yeah. Uh, World of Tanks. Okay. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Uh huh. What are you guys doing over there? I don't know what Nothing. they're doing. Nothing. All right, seriously, it's becoming a distraction. What's going on? Oh, we're good. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. I'm paying attention. No, the um. So no more Eve for you, John. Is that what you're saying, or do you just set it on autopilot now? No, I just yeah. The the training cues are done, and I I 
I actually start the client once every other week, just to make sure the client's updated in case I actually do have to get on. But the, uh, I admit, I actually did uh, fire up Hand of Fate the other day. Hand of mm. Fate? Yep. Did they call YouTube? What? Oh, never mind. Did they call YouTube? They called you. Oh, no. Oh. No. So are you still paying 15 bucks a month for Eve? Remember we talked about yeah. this in the car, John. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I actually am. So you're paying fifteen bucks a month for for Eve. Uh they just announced you you probably heard about mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. that uh-huh. Eve is now gone free to play. How does that make you feel as an Eve player that has spent literally thousands of dollars? Or mm-hmm. a thousand probably. I would say you probably spent a thousand on Eve. Well, considering I've been playing for six years now, seven Quick years. Math. And uh, I have two accounts. Whoa! Wow. So wait, wait. Do you so you pay thirty a month? Yes. Whoa! Wow! Holy crap! Yes. Really? It seems excessive, but two accounts. Wow! Yes, I know. Break. break you pay news. thirty dollars a month for a game for Excel. <laughs> yeah. You could subscribe to Office three sixty five for less than that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You can you to subscribe to Adobe Cloud cheaper yeah. than that. Probably not as exciting. I I, yeah. I beg the differ. I I don't know. I I think well, Adobe Cloud might be a little bit more exciting than Eve. So back to the the free stuff. You know, I'm <laughs> actually though no. It's deflect, 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 deflect. Um, the free stuff's fine because I think it 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 actually basically it's going to be um like an unlimited trial account for people. Um. You know, they do have a cap as far as what ships you can play, you know, what, what skills you can train up and and stuff. So you are know. you saying is it going to be good uh, cannon fodder for uh, for the, the ones that pay 30 bucks a month that, you know, hey, these free guys come in, they're not going to have as strong characters and you're just going to tear them a new one? Yeah. But it is... Um, you know, if you, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it'll, it'll bring more people, you know, get people kind of interested because sometimes, you know, they might not have a lot of time and, and 30 days just doesn't get them done. And, you know, then they can invest more time into it right? for free. Um, that, and of course, you know, everybody talked about the, the whole corporate spies and stuff and whether or not you're going to, but that's getting deeper into the topic than you guys want to hear. So, well, let me ask you this, John, how, yes. how long do you anticipate paying 30 bucks a month or $360 a year for this game? John pays 360 bucks a year for this game. John could get a 1070 almost, almost. out of a year's worth of, of Eve of fees. Eve. Yeah. No, um, there, there have been stretches where I've, you know, not paid um, for one for a while for one of whatever reason my main account was not on a recurring. Um, you just do like uh, three month blocks. All right. Um, but my second account was, and I was like, well, this is kind of silly having my secondary account being auto paid and always up, and my main account not. But uh, you guys asleep over there yet? No, yeah. no, we're quite awake. Okay. Oh no, no, no. no. I, I'm okay. I'm surprised Joe hasn't jumped in on this. I mean, Joe. You're you're hearing John here spending thirty bucks so a month for Ch- Eve. Chase, yep. Chase, how did that? Uh, how much was that uh, lifetime subscription to your uh, deflection? Yeah, deflection. <laughs> but I don't pay a monthly fee. No, you paid. You paid all ex- at once. You I paid, paid all, all at once, once for right. your lifetime. And when's the last time you played that game? Uh, what game were we talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Star Trek Online. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the box over over I there. See somewhere. that? Yeah. I'm no, looking at it right, but here's right the here's it. the best part though, John. What? I'm not still paying money per month for the game. Yes, and, and you I paid it at once. Yeah, you paid it and at I'm once. And I'm done. Here's, here's, the, here's done. the question. John, Yes. you get $30 worth of entertainment out of Eve every month. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yes. Then who cares? When's the last time you played it? Uh, a week and a half ago. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay. When's the last time you played a game with us? Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're trying to oh, say. Oh, actually, no. Uh, Yesterday. Oh, exploding kittens in the car. That's fair. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. Mobile, that's a game. Mobile counts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It was online multiplayer. Yep, online multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> I had I, and I had to purchase the game. All right. 
Well, if you guys hate on GameStop, maybe you won't hate on this store. A new vintage video game store is coming to our local area. They actually have a chain of about 10 stores, 12 stores. It's called Game Over Video Games. They actually specialize in old school retro games and consoles and systems and things like that. Uh, so Atari, Sega, ColecoVision, that sort of thing is going to be showing up in this area. They have 14 locations, 12 in Texas, 2 in Washington State. Now, the reason why I bring up this story is a sad connection to this next story. Uh, this young guy, uh, 26-year-old Christopher Klein of Tacoma, Washington, had $65,000 worth of classic consoles, 1,500 video games stolen from his Tacoma storage unit last week. Ooh. Yes. Uh, some uh, He went to his uh, his storage unit, noticed a different lock on there, lock, mm. uh, and uh, looked inside, and sure enough, all his games were stolen and ripped off, and they're trying to you know, track down the culprits through video footage and that sort of thing. First off, you know, my wife and I were talking about this story. I was just like, would you keep, like, all of your games, like uh, your video game collections in a store? Jo- jo- John. I was just saying, just eggs in the basket. Really? Every, everything in the back, you know, everything all in one basket. Yeah, why would you keep it all in one place like right. that? And why would you keep it, like, in an, I don't know. It's like, is there a better way to, to keep all your stuff secure like that? Like, where, if you had no room in home, where else could you store your your prized belongings like that? And then a not even have insurance on it or anything like that. I, yeah, I would I would think that one would almost better been better in a climate controlled storage unit, which generally is inside and they have a little bit better security on stuff. Right, not a not a drive up or anything. Like yeah, that. it looked like the one shot that I did see on Cameron's phone. There was from the guy standing outside a, ro- a regular roll up door. Either that was just a shot that they took, or if that was his actual. Storage unit. If it was an outside light one like that, I was like, man, that those still get moisture and stuff, you know, in there, which isn't good for cartridges and consoles. I mean, he says he's had a, a lo- he had a lot of rare games in this collection, even though he doesn't really go into specifics. He's saying, you know, he's checking pawn shops and Craigslist and and things like that. Do you guys? I mean, any any tips for people out there that might be listening who has a collection? Just what should keep it locked under lock and key under your own roof or what would you guys do? I mean, I know you guys got some collections, right? Uh, any old retro stuff that you guys still hold on to? Not really here. I just, my collection's all on steam. Uh, so it's just forget about the retro stuff, you know, old consoles, all that old stuff. I don't have room for it. Joe, don't you have anything? Uh, I have a few things. I have a, a small case with some, um, uh, NES games in it. I have a Virtual Boy and a handful of games for that, and um, that's about it. I might have some Genesis stuff somewhere, um, but nothing that I would quantify as really a collection. Just just some old school stuff. Just some old stuff. Yeah. So, how do you guys feel about the uh, coming out here soon? The fifty nine dollar, you know, the new Nintendo, the, the mini new Nintendo, Nintendo thing. The, yeah, yeah. How do you guys feel about that? I'll probably buy one. Yeah, I probably won't. Why? Why? Both. Both. To both of you guys. Because I enjoy the old games. I, when was the last time you played Super Mario Brothers? Uh, I played All-Stars a couple weeks ago. I like All-Stars just because it's got the updated graphics, but still the same gameplay. Uh, Super Nintendo version, but not the classic Nintendo version. I know John and I, we played Contra years ago at my, my buddy Crystal's party. Years. Years. But we did a 30-man trick, and we, we ended Contra, and I think that was John's first ever playing of Contra, right? You have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, but stuff like that. But Joe's Joe's like no. Yeah. You don't like old school Nintendo? No, no, I don't really care. Uh, I mean, some of it's entertaining, but um, by and large, uh, where'd you start in the gaming genre? Like for me, I remember I had an old Pong unit, then I had a Nintendo unit. Did you just start straight into PC right away? No, I had a, a NES when I was in. Um, uh, well, when we were still living in Hawaii, I had a NES, uh, uh, an original NES, and um, even had the gray, even still have the gray zapper for it. Ooh. Um, Ooh. But uh, it's just not really. I don't usually. You're not there's, nostalgic. There's some games that I go back and play, or some games that I go back and 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 will will replay, but they're generally newer games. I don't really usually go back that quite that far. Um, 
They seem to be more of a social setting game. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the case. I don't I don't you know like I don't go at home and 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 um and play a lot of those those uh, old uh, retro type games on my own. So it's just not. I have enough other modern games that I that I need to play or should play. That yeah, my backlog is about 100 games deep at this point. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that makes that's the problem with Steam, right? It makes it just too darn easy to pick up another game in your library, and pretty soon you're a hundred back. And mm-hmm. yeah, what are you gonna? Is there is there a game that you guys kind of go back to, like you know, you always play even years down the road? Like you'll you'll fire it up and you'll play just for nostalgia's sake, even on Steam or anything. Any game that you go back and play? Uh, occasionally, I will fire up the twenty six hundred emulator and play some uh, combat. Dang, that's awesome! Tank pong. That's the only way to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you, John? Do you play anything old? Eve. Yeah, because Eve's been around for so I, long. It's hard to be it's... nostalgic about something <laughs> that you're still doing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you play anything other than that, John? Like anything? Or is it just one shortcut on your desktop and it's Eve and that's it? No, I have Arc. Even Arc. He's got two shortcuts, game one, game two. Game one, game two. Um, you play them every other day so you, yeah. you don't get burned out. Yeah, and you know, and unfortunately, yes, Ark is grindy, and there's things you got to stay on top of. It's hard to walk away for a week, unless I just shut the server down and say that's it. You ever gonna pull the trigger one day on on Eve? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just fascinated that you're still that you're you're so deep into it after all these years. But I mean, you ever see yourself winding down and saying, you know, I've I've had a good run. I I don't know, you know. I, I I see people you know do walk away and then come back. Um, the group that I have is pretty you know that I play with. There was only like four, four of us, but you know on the, on the main core of the people, and you know we all get along pretty good. And and we're not you know we don't really harp on one another. If someone's got to take off for two weeks, you know, a week at a time, compared to some of the bigger corporations or alliances. So we're just kind of off doing our thing, messing with people, you know, but. Uh, as you do in Eve, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot relaxed enough that, you know, you don't feel obligated or, you know, even though other than the fact you're playing, you're paying a monthly price, yeah, you're, feeling obligated. That's, that's the ultimate yeah. obligation that you're the, paying a monthly fee you know, towards it. But yeah, at, at this point, you know, we just like to hang around and goof off and we're finally, you know, uh, we've, our characters are, you know, finally at a, a place that we can get away with that. Okay. See for for me, I, I find um, Trade Wars, uh, it, an old uh, BBS game that I play on a local mud. Multi-user dungeon. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go back and and, and play Trade Wars, and that's a, like a game that I can like you know easily dump a few hours into just you know moving about the text galaxy and playing game and you know trading and and building up my ship and fighters and all that. That's, I mean, I don't know why that game does it for me, but it just, I just, I just think it's cool. Yeah. So do you have to telnet into that or is it on a, they have in a web? There's, there's, a, there's, uh, there's web or you can telnet. Um, and then there's other, other things you can do, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll still do it. I'll fire it up and it's just fun to do. The only one thing that I do like that every once in a while, I'll, uh, fire up the ASCII Star Wars. Oh, nice. Nice. I love that stuff. See, so I'll still do that. Um. So, I was waiting for this next story. I guess he had to go use the restroom. Uh, but video games aren't just kid stuff anymore. This was a, a an article that I found in the AARP website. Supposed to keep mental sharpness. Yeah, playing online can combat loneliness and isolation. And you know, obviously, even though we're not all we all don't get to hang out on a regular basis in person. Being able to meet up online and play games and, and do that sort of thing is actually a good thing for you know combating loneliness and 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 feeling better about yourself and hanging out with others and, and playing at like the that. intersection. Yes, playing at the intersection on Grand Theft Auto Five. By the way, we have a video that I did post of the last when we did the the live stream last time, um, and I posted that up online so people can watch us play. Joe over here is collecting footage from the intersection. Yep. Oh really? Yeah. You're gonna create a big edit? No, I'm. I think I'm gonna just gonna do it. Uh, I'm just gonna set up a YouTube channel, and all I'm gonna do is just upload the raw footage, like ten minute chunks of stuff <laughs> happening at the 
just no commentary, no intro, no just ten minutes. No commentary, chunks, nothing. No, just, just ten the minutes, intersection. Just ten minutes of the intersection, things blowing up, us running away and hiding in the tunnel, and and going back and then starting stuff again, and and yeah, it's just gonna be like ten minute chunks, and then maybe I, I also did clips of every golf hole that we shot. And so it's independent each hole, and so I think I'm, I maybe will intersperse it with with us playing golf and stuff. Are you like that. are you using shadow play to capture, or what are yep. you using? Oh, yeah. sweet, sweet, cool. So shadow play captures what 1080? Uh, I have it set for 1080 60. Um, I mean, theoretically, I guess I could capture it 4K, but that seems excessive for YouTube. <laughs> so, is that eating GPU cycles when it? Does that downgrade? Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, yeah. it doesn't seem to. Um, but I can watch the hard drive that it's writing to just spike like mad whenever it, it starts writing. It's it's actually kind of funny. So I think it's saving everything into memory. Um, it may be using a little bit of GPU, but uh, I don't really care. John, did you get your uh, AARP uh, membership card yet? No. Have oh. you joined the uh, what is it? The Golden uh, Parks. The oh, Golden that's Park right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Probably not old enough for that yet. Oh, okay. okay. What, you, you, what, you got to be what? At least, what, 75, right, John? Yeah. I let <laughs> your free cup of coffee at Kmart. Did you get one of those yet? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, while you were out, we are talking about uh, how, according to the AARP, video games can uh, combat loneliness and isolation and, you know, uh, paying multiple money for EVE Online. And yeah. Like yeah. And uh, Battle... All, all comers disease, all timers, old timers disease, all comers disease. I said, all, I was joking. I said, wow. old timers disease. That sounds like an adult industry disease, right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let, let's let's switch gears here. Let's talk about the main topic of the show, and that's PAX Prime. I mean, West. It's not called Prime anymore. That's stupid. Primarily West. You, so you guys don't. You guys miss the old name. Made more sense. Yeah, it made more sense. It, that yeah. was the original. It was where it all started. It branched out from there. And now it's just sort of. There are going to be people who are like, "Well, the original was at whatever other other convention center." Oh, uh, maybe that was the, That was the original. Bellevue. That should be prime. And yeah, John was quick to point that out. Yeah, yeah. I think it was you, Chase, who was quick to point that out. Yeah, sure, maybe. Yeah, probably, probably. Mm-hmm. So anyway, PAX West, twenty sixteen. We went to the show for a couple of days, and we had talked to some people, saw the booths, that sort of thing. Any opinions, John? Any opinions from this year's PAX West? They needed more tanks. Well, they had like two real-sized tanks. For World of Tanks, by the way, was, was there, and we, we saw their tanks, even though we didn't look at the clock. Closely enough, we missed the presentation, yep. but yeah, uh, we but, missed the smashing of stuff. Yep. Yes, yeah. All right, so you like the tanks, even though John, uh, did the pictures I like come tanks. out? Did, did the pictures come out well? I didn't look at them. You were afraid to get close. Yes. Why were you afraid to get close to the tanks, John? And probably because there were women over there. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling properly groomed. Fair enough. Any other highlights yeah. from from packs for you this year? Other than the tanks. tanks, I like tanks. You like tanks? tanks. Yeah. No. Um, Did you see anything at the show that you liked, or not really? Or? <sighs> Nothing really caught my eye. Um. Oh, other than the uh, Bugatti, but <laughs> yeah, the Veyron was cool. Yeah, there Veyron. was a mm-hmm. Bugatti Veyron, two million dollar car sitting at the show with the wrap on it. Ugly wrap. Yeah. Mm. I don't know whose wrap it was, but but. Be and the fact that we had the uh, the media time before the opening of the doors, I guess I'm good. Pic- I took quite a few pictures of it. Cool, cool. Without other people all being around it. And yeah, stuff. we'll 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 put those up there. Awesome. So, from a standpoint of just visually, you thought it looked good. The car or the packs? Packs. <laughs> yeah, packs was fine. Um, yeah, I mean, if what? Nothing. Oh boy, you looked at me like okay. <laughs> no, I would say I would have probably talked to the folks from Arc, but um, some of the stuff that they they just did recently was kind of got people going. Ugh. Understood. Yeah, DLC on a game that's not even finished yet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Paid DLC. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What 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 do you think of Pax, Mister Cameron? 
it just seemed not as overwhelming this year. It wasn't. I don't know. It just it just didn't pop, pop, pop. Yeah, there's there was the thing that stands out most as far as booths go was the uh, the uh, Ricochet remake. Those guys were working on. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have their card with me, but mm. that was cool. It's uh, what engine was that on? Oh, the new Ricochet? Uh, that was on Unreal um, The new Unreal, Unreal 3? Yeah, I think Unreal 3. Okay. So it looked the, good. It was smooth as or anything. Or Unreal 4. Whatever the new version of the Unreal Engine is, the newest one. All right. So I'm looking forward to that coming out. Yeah. Okay. All right. And those were that was being done by some Art Institute graduates or something like that, I think. It was some kind of project for them. But mm-hmm. It was cool. Anything for you, Joe, for PAX this year? Any, any feedback? Anything you want to add? Uh... No, I mean there it was it was a good it was a pretty good event. It wasn't too bad. Um I thought the uh, uh I did like the the various uh, we we ended up playing a lot of pinball by the way. Um <laughs> I did like that. Yeah, was, that, that was that was actually yeah. a lot of fun. Um and uh and it was there were there were parts of it that I think were better than previous events, but you know, it was it was still packs. Um it's it's okay. It's not great. Uh, it's a it's a reasonable event. Uh, it was kind of nice seeing. Um, we stopped by Logitech's booth. We 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 know a few people in the different industries, so we stopped by Logitech's booth, and they they had a couple new mice mice that had just launched, um, that were kind of cool. Mr. Coonrad, um, it's yep. always nice to see him. And uh, so one of them is anybody who'd heard about the the G nine hundred, which was a, is their newest high end wireless mouse. They now have a slightly lower end mouse. The the problem so the problem a lot of people had with G nine hundred was it's a um, ambidextrous mouse is designed to work with either hand and so they have a lower end mouse now that is shaped more like their older traditional mice where it's definitely a right-handed mouse and but uses the same wireless technology which is really cool um nvidia had some interesting stuff going on over there uh it 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 sounds like they've um some unconfirmed stuff yeah, it sounds yeah. like they've got a pretty good path on a couple things. Uh, you know, we did we did find out not that long ago. I don't know if we if anybody talked about it. We found out that the um, uh, updated uh, Shield tablet had been canceled. Yeah, um, I was kind of bummed about that. Yeah, but uh, they're still going strong on their Shield TV. That's my set top box that I use at home, and I think it works really well. Um, and they have some cool stuff coming out for that, or they may have some cool stuff. Isn't coming out there for an that. Amazon App Store that might be coming out for that? Or something we don't like know. That? We yeah. don't know. We don't know. No. We can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, we, we, we don't know what's happening with that. Um, uh, you know, officially they didn't have any any statement related to that. So, but we did ask because you know that's what we do. I and and I'm I really would like to watch the Grand Tour, which is an Amazon exclusive through your. And I'd like to watch through my Shield. I'd yeah. rather rather than have to uh, plug in a. Um, uh, Fire TV. I'd rather watch it through the Shield because that's my main streaming box. So. Yeah, totally. Your um, TV doesn't have a built-in Amazon. It might actually. I'd have, I'd have to look. I haven't used the built-in apps on the TV in a while. Um, so it was some cool stuff. Uh, I did like the new mouse. Uh, like I said, from Logitech, um, and uh, talking to the Nvidia guys is always entertaining. Uh, the uh, tanks were cool. I will admit they were cool to see. Um, would have been cooler to see them running stuff over. Uh, and the pinball machines. It was good to. I really have been wanting to play Ghostbusters pinball machine. It was good to finally get that chance. Yeah. Um, and now I'm like, okay, so. When are you I gonna go buy to, one? Uh, yeah. To, uh, <laughs> yeah. Got to jockey the savings around a little. Yep. Bit. Yeah, I got to chalk- jockey some, move some money around, maybe sell some stock, and uh, pick up a uh, Ghostbusters machine now. Yeah. Who are you gonna call? Superman. Stock broker. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think Pax West, Pax Prime, whatever you want to call it now. Mm-hmm. Um. It was when we were in the, I guess you would call it the annex, when we were across the street over by the console free play area. Mm-hmm. And they regulated uh, the console free play area to the bottom floor, zero floor, like tucked in a corner. Uh, it used to be over in the main building on the sixth floor, and then they keep moving it around and stuff. I, I, I feel like it's becoming more and more too much spread out. And I don't know. I just got that feeling being in that other building, and there wasn't a lot of foot traffic, and it just feels like I don't know. Well, it, it, it seems it, it feels it feels a little bit more just too spread out. Well, it almost seems like they're they're relegating um, 
that because board games are so popular right now, they're dedicating more space near the expo to board gaming and related type things. Makes sense. And they're okay. moving video games and stuff like that further away. Uh, which is interesting because when you go in the actual expo, it's all video gaming. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's, but I guess that's where, that's where the money is. The money is in that for those businesses, companies that are buying booths. So I don't know. It's, it, it is sort of interesting to see how things change. You know, they moved, um, you know, the first time I went to PAX, the uh, PC free play area was actually upstairs where the, where what is the, the sixth floor hall or whatever that hall is, where that is now. That used to be the, 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 the free PC free play area. Right. And then they had the, the console free play and stuff like that all attached to it. Now that's like you said, it's in a, in a completely different building. It's a literally across the sky bridge and and down some a hidden escalator if you know that's, how to get there. That's where they're putting the uh, redheaded um, stepchildren down there. Well, but, remember uh, they got rid of the queue room and and turned it into mm-hmm. more expo hall space. I mean, yep the queue the queues now spread across several different entrances, so people don't just come in one entrance. They basically come in from a bunch of different directions. Yeah, that's smart. Um, At least they did that. They that is actually fairly smart for them to do that. Well, previously they had the queue room. Switched over to uh, tournament. Um, yeah, it was like League of Legends. Or yeah, you that, could right? watch tournaments yeah. being played. Yeah, viewing. Yeah, viewing, mm-hmm. viewing stuff. Uh, so it is interesting to see how they change. It's clear that they are basically shoehorned into the expo as they are, and it's. I mean, I know I've I've complained about that expo center to no end because um, it is really kind of a disaster. Um, Do you think it's time for us though, maybe to? Check out a uh, a pack that none of us has been to before, like a South or an Australia. You just want to just go to Australia, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that may be a bit um, stretching my budget. But. Yeah, it'd be it'd be fun to go see one somewhere else, but um, I'm not really interested in going to uh, to Austin because it's Texas. And nothing against Texas, but I don't. You know, you're more than welcome to go to there if you want to go there. Um, I don't really want to go to. Boston because it's hard to know where anything is in Boston. It's it's like I don't know, somebody threw up noodles and they drew roads off of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the expo is, is fantastic there. I've been to, to PAX East. The expo is fantastic, but the city around it is just yeah, like I, I don't I don't know what they were thinking. Um, I mean you know I guess it's an old city, so that's right. Excuse. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Australia. I'd love to go to Australia, but if I'm going to Australia, I'm not going to go to PAX for. I'm not going to Australia for PAX. I'm going to Australia for Australia. Um. So and then what's the? Oh, they have one in in uh, Asia now too, right? Do they? I thought I, they. I thought I they had. Know. I thought they had one coming out in Asia. They're they're starting like one new yeah. one a year. I thought. Wow, um, that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, PAX but, UK uh, maybe or something. Yeah. Um, Do you guys still like PAX? It's kind of lost some of its luster. It's it's, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah? But, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, we've been doing it, what, four years now? Five. Five? Five for covering it, but I've been going every year since the Maidenbauer days. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, yeah, the the ones they've announced, uh, so there's PAX... West, East, South, Oss, and Dev, and Dev is here in Seattle. Um, but of course, you can't get tickets to Pax Dev unless you're special no, you, or something. Well, you can pay. It's like, but they're really expensive tickets. It's like right. two hundred bucks. But it's right. a it's and a, press is not allowed. Period. Right. Correct. So, yeah. Um. So I I feel I feel like you know Pax is interesting, but I think there's a lot of other cons around the U.S. that would be as interesting to go to. I wouldn't mind going to see another CES. Um, E3 is always a good time. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of other related, you know, technology related conventions that are happening. And, and some of those would be really interesting to go see. And some of them, obviously, some of them are not as big as PAX, but some of them are a lot bigger. And there are others that are, um, you know, about the same size, but have a different subject matter. Yeah. I'm actually interested in, in looking into going to uh, E3 2017. Mm-hmm. And that's just because of the fact that... Announcing new potatoes, right? Well... It's it's new potatoes, but really it's 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 going to be a lot more than that. I feel it's going to be big mm. in VR, uh, and and that's another thing too. We saw at PAX this year a lot more VR. There was a lot of a VR lot stuff. of VR, yes. a lot of Vive. Uh, yeah. There was a little of Oculus, but more. Mm-hmm. I think I saw more Vive than Oculus. Yeah, well, it's in, it's interesting, right? Because VR is sort of re-leveling the play field. Um, everybody's trying to figure out the best thing to do with it. Yeah. 
and we're really we're at that at that Atari stage, you know, when it comes to VR, that uh, everybody's still trying to figure out the best thing to do, and it doesn't matter how big or how small you are, the barrier of entry now for VR is pretty low. Right. And so you have AAA companies that are working on stuff, and you have little indie developers working on stuff, and they both look really interesting and really good. And there's stuff coming out of the the indie developers in VR that is blowing away what other yeah, people are coming out with. Totally. Um, you know, there's a few a few games that have already dropped their demos that are really really fantastic, and they're and we're just waiting on the full content. It's it's an interesting interesting situation for VR. I'm I'm really looking forward to the next year or so. Well, the indies don't have as many higher ups to answer to. I think that's that's oh, yeah. true too. So yeah, they they're not they're not answering chances. to stockholders. They're they're they can do what they what they want to do. Yeah, we, you know. Well, well. Speaking of indie developers, you know, we we spoke with Scott Drader from Metalhead Software mm-hmm. uh, yes. about some uh, future plans that are coming down for for their group. Yep. And you could just tell in, in talking with him, and we're going to have him on the show in the future. Uh, and I think it'll be a great conversation to have. Just. Uh, mm-hmm. You see a small studio like what he has, and it's just across the water here, a couple hours away in Victoria, BC, and just the passion that and the care that he that he has for his game, and I think mm-hmm. that's just phenomenal and really cool to see. And sometimes when you're a AAA company, you just don't see that anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you, they're just, uh, what's the next sequel that can we can we push out there and, and sell yeah, some more rip. titles? You know, yep. then uh, gaming in general, he was excited about. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We, we were able to just kind of. Just shoot the bull for a bit and just talk about it in general, which was really mm-hmm. nice. So, um, and thank, and this is why I kind of like still packs to this day, especially when it comes to the smaller indie games. Is we discovered his first game, it was called Big Fly Baseball, now it's Super Mega Baseball, but we saw it at PAX first and mm-hmm. it turned into one of the best baseball games for the current gen of Potato Systems and PC. Um, really. If you want a good baseball game, that's the one to get right now. Uh, it's not licensed, uh, so if you're needing pro players, the only option you really have is a PlayStation 4 and the show. Well, you can customize your teams in, in Big Fly, right? right? But, so, but they're not going to be the, the, the pro stadiums. And, no, the, no, no, no. But, I mean, yeah, if you yeah. wanted to create a... If you wanted, not if a you simulation had title. Not right. a simulation Right, title. yeah. But if you wanted to create a team that had all the names you of totally existing could. players, you Absolutely. could do it. And nobody can stop you. But no. it's not going to be built into the game. No, no, totally not. Totally not. It'd be a lot of work to build the entire league. Oh god, teams in the well, game. Well, it, it'd be nice to have a simple and easy import to yeah. into the game to do that. Back in the uh, I, when I was just you know I didn't have a mm-hmm. gaming computer and I would play on the consoles. I used to play a lot of NCAA football, and by rule they couldn't include rosters because they would be you know mm-hmm. you couldn't they couldn't do it. But there were third-party websites that you can go and just download the entire NCAA rosters for any team that you want and would put their names in the game and it actually mm. would say their names. Mm. So I think that stuff is cool. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up the show, uh, we have uh, a question that was written in to us uh, from Rob. Uh, Rob says, hey, uh, wondering if you guys have tried No Man's Sky and have had any opinion about if it's worth, worth $60 or not. Uh, he also has a second question. Uh, I know this isn't Minecraft Me, but I was wondering if there's anything public about the status of the Minecraft Me server. That's been moved now uh, to mm-hmm. Joe's house, and it's running in the garage, right, Joe? Yeah, should be up and running. And you should be able to access it at uh, minecraftme.com. Just put that in as the server address or mcserver.geekgamer.tv, yep. and it should be there. And that is only the Minecraft general server, yeah. not the Feed the Beast server. The Feed the Beast server is not back up yet. Uh, but getting, Unfortunately. But getting back to the first question, No Man's Sky, any opinion about it? Is it worth $60 or not for Windows? Uh, this Joe? is for Windows specifically. I've played it, mm-hmm. and I was just like, what were you talking about, John? The uh, hunter-gatherer, right? Uh, uh, mining of resources or whatever? Mm-hmm. The resource grind. Oh, my the God. Grind. I felt so grindy, mm-hmm. and it, it really turned me off tremendously. I think it looked good. It had a nice feel. I guess, but man, just yeah. the resource grinding was just like, ah. Oh. How, how many plants did you get to? I, I just, I quit. You got, did you even I get stopped? Did you get off the first planet? Uh, no. All right. Yeah. No, because it's like me with Ark. Yeah. I was just like, there's this, only one. This island. is boring. Um, now, did you mess around with it at all, Cameron? I have not. You haven't? Okay. I've watched a couple of videos. We watched that one with. Uh, 
the yeah. Swedish gent last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. What's his? What's that guy's name again? Robbas. Robbas. R O B B A Z. Great, mm-hmm. great guy. I, uh, I, I definitely I think mature great. language warning. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Only one point six million subscribers yep. on YouTube. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, Charlie um, Sniper. What do, What do you think, Joe, of No Man's Sky? I actually like it. Worth sixty dollars? I don't know that it's worth sixty bucks, uh, but as a as a exploration game, yes. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's an entertaining game. I've had a good time with it. I've actually got uh, mm, uh, several hours into it. I'd have to back go back and look. And I've been to I don't know half uh, probably seven to ten systems, and you know maybe a, a dozen, couple dozen planets now. Um, and I've I've had a good time with it. Uh, I've done a couple different ship upgrades. I've done some suit upgrades, stuff like that. It's a uh, it's an exploration game, but if you're not, if you're not into that, it's it, I can see how that would be complicated. Um, there is a little bit of a grind towards the beginning, but after a little while, you get, you 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 don't have to do that as badly. Your stuff gets more efficient and that sort of thing. Um, it it's it's been entertaining exploring and and doing that sort of stuff. But I I like exploration type games. So, so let me ask you this: Is mm-hmm. it is it fair all the hate? that the game has received so far i mean obviously they had the e3 demo and when the game came out mm-hmm. it looked dramatically different uh the the modeling of the character or the animals looked different i mean just really the whole overall well the thing to remember the thing so different. okay so the the modeling of the, the the in terms of the modeling of the characters modeling of the worlds modeling of the of the animals stuff like that and the ships for that matter the thing to remember is everything in the game that we're playing is procedurally generated right so no two of us it's very very unlikely that two of us are going to see the same animal in right. the e3 demo everything was oh let's say um intelligent designed <laughs> um there was a creator but there's so exactly. much hate it was, for this game i don't remember a game getting so much hate like this really in a, in a while in a, uh, in a bit okay Is well arc? i don't remember that much hate for arc but well, just now with the new DLC. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, how about? Um, I'm talking about like a, what was a game the what was the like monster that? game evolve? Uh, how about? Um, uh, what was it? World War Z and it's many yep, World War Z different incarnations. Uh, the last Nukem game. Um, <laughs> I mean, this happens all the time. It happens at least once a year. At least once a year, there's a title that, right. that everybody is like, "That is the worst game ever," and I can't believe people did that. And inevitably, there's a handful of people who are like, "Well." Have you tried it? Like, right. no, I just read about it online, and everybody online says it's awful. It's like, it's good on you for forming your own opinion. Right, yeah. Um, so if you give it a try and you don't like it, that's one thing, and that's why Steam has refunds. You know, you can try it and refund it if you if you don't like it. It's an hour and a half of play. Well, uh, they've extended it on special circumstances, okay. so some people are getting refunds after that. Huh. Um, or do you think the, the, the refunds are warranted? If you... If you are if you buy it and are not getting what you anticipated, then you know you can refund it if you'd like to. Um, it's really up to the person. But if you if you're the type of person who's just jumping on the bandwagon because everybody says it's a horrible game and an awful experience and and the creators should be murdered, um, no, you I are think, you are yeah. a terrible person who yeah. should maybe try to form their own opinion. Um, <laughs> very very so. Fair. Uh, but but it's it's that way with everything. You know, there's games that, that some people like and there's games that other people the same exact game somebody else will hate. And um right now I think there's just too much actually the, the other other good example of it is the VR stuff. There are people who are buying games on Steam that say they require VR and then post a review saying this game requires a VR headset. That's stupid. It should support people who don't have VR. You know, I've been seeing that too. With um, <laughs> yeah. some guy had a, uh, it was a Halo yeah. book, mm. and it was in the action game section. But it was a book on Steam, mm-hmm. and all these people are like, "This is stupid. Where's my game? Yeah. I didn't get my game." And it's yeah. just like, it's yeah. If you're if you're book. not reading the the what it is, and you're you know, it's it's really it shouldn't be Steam's fault. That should be your fault for being stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's just hard. I mean, but but I'm not probably the best. I'm an atypical gamer, I would say. Um, I actually thought the Duke Nukem Forever was 
a good Duke Nukem game? Was it a world-changing FPS experience that that made the whole world better? No. No, no because no FPS is a world-changing <laughs> game that will make the world better. Everybody thinks Half-Life Half -Life and Half-Life 2 were world-changing games that made everything better. Right. And if you go back and play them, no, they're good FPS games. They're good storytelling FPS games, and there are a bunch of those. And Duke Nukem Forever was a good Duke Nukem FPS. If you expected, you know, angels to come down and sing to the from the heavens to you when you were playing it, you were expecting a little too much. Yeah. Um, that's and I, I think that's the case with, with almost every game out there. Now, is No Man's Sky worth 60 bucks? That's really the crux of it. It's up to you whether you think it's worth 60 bucks yeah. or not. I think it's, I think at 25 bucks, 20 to $30 in that range, it should be a buy and you should at least try it. It's, yeah. it's definitely worth that. If it's worth 60 bucks to you, that's, that's a different discussion, but it's, it's worth, it's worth 20 to 30 bucks. No question. Yeah. So did you have something you wanted to add on that, John? You looked like you were getting yeah. ready to say something. You kept trying. No, I just mm -hmm. waiting to be a smartass. What else is there? <laughs> I for for me, you know, sixty dollars. I I'm I'm with Joe on on the opinion. You know, if if it's worth it to you, it's worth it to you. That being said, though, I'm glad I didn't purchase the copy. My wife purchased the copy, and we just share the copy through the Steam Family Gaming. Um, and it you know thirty dollars I think is a sweet spot for it. Um, and if it drops down on a sale then maybe pick it up and, and give it a roll. And if you do a Steam family share within your own household, and, you know, hey, think about splitting yeah. up the cost that way, and that's a way to justify it, too, if you yeah. want to purchase it. The, the other way, the one of the ways I like to think about this stuff, too, is if you... So for 60 bucks, you can buy four movie tickets, probably, right now. Yeah. Um, is it worth that much time and entertainment to you? Yeah, eight right. hours of entertainment. Right, exactly. If it's yeah. worth, if if you if you get eight hours of entertainment out of the game, then you're better off than if you'd bought movie tickets to go to go see the, a movie. You know, eight or four movies. So right. that you know, it's 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 all about perspective. It's it's just you know, it's like people who bitch about paying five bucks for a mobile game and then play the mobile game for sixteen hours. <laughs> you know. So I've been playing a lot of Ingress. Um, on my mobile phone, and I haven't paid a penny for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they want me to, you know. They, they mm -hmm. have that free to play fruit hanging out there. Oh, buy, you know, spend ten dollars. Get for those who don't know, that's code word for he plays Pokemon Go because that's who makes Pokemon Go. I don't play Pokemon Go. Uh -huh. I play Ingress. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I play the Resistance mm -hmm. faction. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. I play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's futile, Chase. Yeah, fair enough. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, if you guys like the show that we're, we're doing here, um, might I encourage you to download our show. Head over to iTunes, do a search for Geek Gamer Live, and from there you can download either the audio or video versions. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TV. You can also download and watch the show on YouTube, Twitch, and everything else. Yes, Joe, you have something to say? Oh, I I, I mean, we're not talking about it, but... but um. I'm just I'm just flabbergasted at the difference that if Apple was recalling an entire line of devices, there would be so much noise everywhere. Okay. And Samsung is recalling an entire line of devices, and a few people are talking about it. What are they recall? I I don't even know about the this. note. The Note Seven. Exploding Their batteries, batteries are exploding. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. Uh, one wow. one in forty thousand is exploding right now, which doesn't seem like that much. But when you're talking about how many devices they're shipping, they have they're they're probably going to have to recall every single Note Seven. Wow! Wow! Yep. So, John, don't get that yeah. phone. Yeah, avoid that one. I yep. will. Yeah. All right. Wow. That one's awesome. I, I personally just avoid Samsung as a general practice. So that's just you know. I do okay with their televisions. Uh, my last one, I got ten years out of. Yeah, uh, I think on the next show I really want to talk about uh, you know getting in the holiday season TVs because yeah. I want to get rid of my I want my TV in the living you, room. To you want to upgrade from your sorry? I want to, to <laughs> from your sorny. That's right, right? Sorny, sorny. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want that TV to die so bad right now. <laughs> like I want to accidentally throw something at it. Mm. So well, you're hooking your Wii back up to it. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah, the Wii U, <laughs> not not the Wii. The Wii U. Yeah. Oh, but that's another thing too. By the way, mm -hmm. talking about packs, we didn't really care about this anymore. Nope. 
First packs yeah. in years. I saw it in your bag, and then I was like, oh, I didn't even bring mine. I have all yeah. the pictures, so I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I don't even own one, so... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mentioned uh, iTunes, but all the uh, podcatching clients uh, uh, let everybody know that we are back. And you can also hit our website at geekgamer.tv to watch this show and also our PAX covers. we got a few interviews that we'll be posting up on the website and also on our YouTube channels and Facebook. Basically, I'm posting the stuff everywhere um, because really... You can do it. Watch it where you are, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, for me... There are some podcasts, uh, podcatchers and, and some people on networks that try to funnel people either to the website or they try to funnel people to YouTube or they try to funnel people to Facebook. For me, I'm just about choice. I'm trying to put it everywhere and you just watch it where you want to watch it. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. hope you guys uh, uh, enjoyed hanging out with us. If you do, make sure you follow us and subscribe to us wherever you're watching this and then you'll get the stuff that will come out uh, immediately to you. Uh, I want to say a big thanks to my three awesome friends here in the studio, John, Cameron, and Joe. It's really always fun hanging out, and um, we're going to have to do some more pinball tracks. John and I are going to have to go down to Portland. and Come on, John. We're going to have to go. You got to come down, check out uh, Ground Control, Quarter Mm -hmm. World. Have you not checked out? Have you not been to Ground Control, John? Have you been? We've been to, we we were there. Yeah, you've been to Ground Control. Because it was uh, Joe's birthday one time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a number of years ago, yeah. But you haven't been to Quarter World. several birthdays. Yeah. We haven't done Quarter World or anything like that. Yep. Quarter World's a new one. Just opened this this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just this year. Yeah. And Pinball Mm -hmm. Outreach Project down there as well. We haven't checked out their Mm -hmm. main showroom, if you will. Um, And finally, before we get out of here, I want to say a big happy birthday. Uh, to one of our good friends that we got to see over the weekend, Mr. Umberto Lenzi. Happy uh, birthday, Umberto. He is celebrating a birthday today as we record this mm. on Monday the 5th. So that's it, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us on this edition of Geek Gamer Live. For Mr. John, Cameron, and Joe, I'm Chase. Thanks for watching. Till we uh, all talk again, we're all silent. Say goodnight, Gracie. Just ducky. That was close. Goodnight, Gracie. It was close. It was pretty good. Yeah. Close, close.